Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. No, 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 honey. Fucking coward. <laughs> no, no. Do the song. Do the song. Do, 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 do. No. Do it interesting. Put some heart into it. Come on. Do it like Islands in the Street when you're doing the Dolly part. Do it in falsetto. La, 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 Do it like City Pop. Hey, yeah, yeah, da, 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 do like those 85 year old British rappers. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. I'm a lovely geezer. Do it like a TLC trumpet. Do it like it's a, a TLC full trumpet. Cast. It's a shutdown full cast. And it's on full blast. Fuck. Oh. What yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Look what you did. Um. So the show's off and running now, I guess. Man, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Welcome to the All Shutdown right. Fullcast. Let's tell a story about calling the cops and it going horribly wrong. I could. I could. It went horribly wrong, but not for somebody else. I will tell everybody who is listening to this for the first time that I'm going to tell you a story about two Americas and the police. And it, it ends well. It ends very, very well. This okay, is a, for because once. Because 
This is a story about calling the cops when you shouldn't call the cops and what happens. I have to say that sometimes we, we have we have EDSBS Charity Bowl 2021. And we're getting to that. Updates and wrap-ups. We're going to get to that if you haven't listened, okay? If you stumbled into so this. Oh, if you're organized. new to the show, this is absolutely how it always goes. Get yeah. used to it. But I'm, but, I'm Spencer but, Hall. But, but Spencer is providing a, um, a table of contents. This is so orderly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not we gonna... don't usually read this part of the wiki pages. So I'm Spencer Hall. This is the Internet's only college football podcast. If you want another one, that's too bad. You really won't need another one because what other college football podcast comes with a cold open that has little to do with the rest of the show and explicit instructions on when not to call the cops? It, no other one. You don't need another one. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jason Kirk. Hey, Jason. How are you doing? Hey, I'm fine. Um let's see there's a, a kitty cat is sitting on the laptop she um she says hi what's, what's up what's up was she part of that was she part of that generous donation from vacation bible school your uh, other podcast creation and community cats don't believe in god <laughs> they definitely don't <laughs> no. <laughs> like what the, the list, fuck spencer on the list of animals that don't believe in god cats that are statue like of bass is they're right like there. we need two cats on the ark and the cats are just like nah we're gonna ride it out <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do live miserably until this is over but not no. owe anyone anything i won't owe anyone anything why are you looking at me <laughs> oh. oh god no debt the cat creed <laughs> cats cats are the ultimate no i'm living on ramen for the next six months dude you got like 80 grand in the bank no it's not enough I'm not gonna owe anyone anything uh also our uh regular guests uh, to my right, I have Holly Anderson. What's up, Holly? Good evening, Spencer. Happy to be here. That was really good. Thank you. I'm a professional. Are you going to talk like that the entire time we do the rest of this? Part? Maybe. So we won't be talking to Holly much tonight. Um, Eat shit. We also have uh, Ryan Nanny joining us from beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Hello, Ryan. Casio dog, play creep. <laughs> I thought that was Red River Valley. Okay. Still not convinced this isn't Red River Valley. Cassia dog, you failed because you are oh doing God, the radio hit. Red yeah. River Valley. Yeah. Does the Red River Valley lead to waterfalls? I'm Cassia sorry. Cassia dog thought I wanted fucking. Well, how's Radiohead dog creep? supposed to Oh my to know God! That. Why would he ask for Radiohead? Because uh, I don't. He would Go ask ahead. Radiohead because it sounds it sounds funnier. Cassie, I, I I've never felt more distant from you. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you know, I, I I will go ahead and I will I'm say this. I'm with Ryan, and you know how that makes me crazy. That uh, that we're just at loggerheads here. I think that the Radiohead creep sounds funnier as Cassio dog, but we can try both. All right. Um, all when of will, us when are will going to try both. Um, you know, a little bit longer. I need to refill my, my Casio dog batteries need to recharge. You know, you know how Casio dog runs on diesel, right? In this case, Casio dog is about to run on a shitload Casio of beer. Casio dog in the sweet by and by. Casio dog is about to run on 329 beers, so I will do all the gospel you want me to do. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, you're going to need it. God. Um, so there are patterns to the charity bowl that we run mm -hmm. every year, and we talked we were talking just last week about how it usually runs in a remarkably consistent half-life. You know, if you get, you know, uh, if you get a hundred dollars on Monday, you'll get 
50 on Tuesday and, and 25 on Wednesday. And Thursday, it slows to barely a trickle. And then on Friday, there's usually a little upswing as people go, oh, shit, I forgot the charity ball. Right, right, right. Throw in, throw in, throw in. And this week, it went way up on Monday and then down a little on Tuesday, down a little on Wednesday, up a little on Thursday, and then way the fuck up on Friday, in the middle of which... Spencer promised to drink a beer for every additional thousand dollars raised before we had started slowing down. I would not advise doing that because I am now on the hook for 329 beers. Spencer, do you drink beer? No, I don't really. So, Spencer, when you dropped that, it was around what, like four seventy four seventy two. Did you think it was going to stop at like 520? I thought we were going to peter out around 520. I thought, okay. ah, you know, I, I could probably knock that off. Re- listener? I cannot knock off 329 <laughs> beers. What are we going to do instead? Let's talk about some ideas. Because if Spencer dies, I, I was thinking, the show would be shorter. I was thinking that... <laughs> we can't have that. You're probably, one, going to encourage that. Two, yeah. uh, that I could drink a beer or two a day. And I don't think it. turning you into that, a though. functioning cirrhotic alcoholic is the way to go. I love the whittling I mean, a, it down a, a beer. bit by bit plan. Also, you <laughs> did this to yourself. No one else asked you to do this is the funniest part of it. Or was there I, any was there any discussion at all as to what the number would be? What is a petard's worth of beer? Three hundred and twenty nine, <laughs> evidently. Oh, okay. If you want to know I think, the most accurate answer I have. I think at the next live show or functional equivalent, you should buy 329 beers. And you drink one of them, but then you get 328 friends to drink a beer with you. That's that's how we'll do drink tickets. So let's go to Wisconsin, and then it'll be more like 20 friends. Yeah, it'll take five minutes. (laughs) 329 beers. Okay, seven minutes later. 329 brandy beers. You gotta give us the brandy beers. We don't drink regular beer here. It's festive. Three hundred twenty-nine. What are you drinking? What do you What do you think you could do in like, let's say, a Saturday? Oh, I can drink twenty beers in a Saturday. That is not when an is issue. When is the last beer. time you drank twenty beers in a Saturday? Yeah, about two years ago. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's yeah. see. Did not right. expect that. Were you going through 20, some shit? 2018 yeah. Florida Gators schedule. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, it didn't even. It was just around people, and I didn't even. Was really that? Think oh, about was it. that the? Kentucky oh, was it the loss, loss to Kentucky? Was Bad. that what did Kentucky it? loss? Yeah. Or was it? it was been. it when you lost to Georgia and then Missouri? Let's say yeah. the Kentucky loss. That feels right. The, yeah. Damn, I think y'all lost to Mizzou loss. by 21 points. That's a point for beer. Missouri's won the SEC East multiple times. It's true. Don't look up when. That's not important. How'd they do after that, too? Great. I I have I I will confess, I you know, I don't know if you have variable alcohol superpowers. For instance, maybe you can have twenty vodkas and it's not a big deal to you, but like you can't take two shots of tequila without turning into a lunatic. Mm-hmm. There's just people metabolize different types of alcohol differently. I've heard multiple people tell me what absolute horseshit this is, and I have to say my experience does not bear out your <laughs> extremely scientific opinion. Okay. As, and listen, say, as, I really thought you were going to say I've had multiple people confirm this. No, you said you the gonna, opposite. Yeah. Who are you going to trust? Science or the man who foolishly <laughs> agreed to drink 300 plus beers? I only have time in the cockpit, and I can only relate this pilot's experience okay Fuck. and i'll tell you there are certain things that i can drink a lot of and there are, are certain things that i can't me drink or any your of. lying doctorate yeah i would don't believe you're like i 
for instance, I can't drink a whole lot of bourbon without getting raucously drunk. I will get very, very drunk. However, kids, kids don't listen to this part. Alcohol yeah. poisoning is a lie made up by the state. <laughs> Spencer, However, do you have state? like theories on why? Like, is it the um, no? I have grains no theories that interact no. with your humors. I am far enough out on this branch of stupid that I don't need to get. This out goes in the, the dentistry as a scam. Box. It does. It does. Yeah. No, I can drink. I can drink a lot of beer for a really long time. I'm an endurance drinker on beer. Is it? And, is it like well, perception of what is in the drink? Because like wine for me is I'm like this can't be booze, and then it's like whoa, wow, you know, <laughs> whoa, like, I'm in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> right? Whereas like if it's like gin, I'm like oh god, be careful. No, I'm not going to get yeah, drunk go. on gin, you know. Good afternoon, Alex Kirshner. I'm not Alex Wherever Kirshner. you are. I think part of it is the high, the relatively low proof on beer, I think right? I can lend some insight here because we share an yeah. office. Yeah. And I see cans accumulate on your desk. You, of water. You should tell people during the day they're cans of water. I don't know that they're water. Uh, Please don't drink. judge me, people. I just told I'm going to drink 329 <laughs> beers. In a night, Ryan. In one night. Uh, this is I also very... know this by how far up my polar seltzer bill goes whenever you are in the house. You drink any form of liquid faster than any human being I have ever seen. No, I can do like... I can, so does one of your sons, but not the other. I can do that chug a beer in two seconds thing. Yeah. But you could do that You could do that with any liquid, right? Like yeah, it doesn't you know, matter. It's, you know, hey, come in, man. You want a Diet Coke? You know, Coke Zero empty can sound 30 seconds later jason you want to talk about getting in trouble drinking wine i've done that like finishing a can of wine in two seconds i do not advise trying yeah, that. Those yeah. Wine cans are 2.75 glasses per can as we found out later no and i and i can drink one of those in about three seconds so yeah. don't do that but like you're a fast drinker of all liquids so with beer and also not a light dude so with beer i can consume a tremendous amount of beer in a day and it doesn't really dent me that much you can coast on beer for a long long time like yeah i mean i, mean, I think like the average adult probably could ryan has made a perfectly nice idea for what to do about this instead and i love that we are all just blowing by it yeah like oh we could buy beers for everybody instead i will try to consume 329 beers myself <laughs> it said i will drown myself in michelob light so I got to do it. Sorry, the people paid for it. You're Milwaukee's worst. Sorry you hate capitalism, Ryan. <laughs> yep. That's what it is. So I, I have to tell this story about the cops being called in the funniest possible way. Before uh, we need we to get frame to... this very delicately, but I feel yeah. like it's very important that we frame it delicately. It is. It is. Um, so my mom is moving. She moved from one spot to another pretty close to each other in the little podunky town she lives in. And... In this uh, relatively Mayberryish kind of town, she um, had a neighbor. The neighbor uh, is named Damon, and he's Cajun. That's all you need to know about Damon now. They're friendly. They're buds. It's good to go. Um, not super close, though. That's also sort of important to know. She is moving, and her landlord was like, I'm going to live in the spot where, where you are. I need to move into it. you got to find a new spot. So she's like, cool. You know, she moved to a different spot, um, thinking she's going to see the neighbor there you know regularly but there was one hookup one little little snag one problem uh she had a rose bush heir, heirloom rose bush that belonged to her mother okay we've established the stakes in this story there's a rose bush with sentimental value um this is basically an idol that should not be stolen from the temple right this is this is something very sacred and something that means a lot sentimentally 
to my mother. And I suspect sort of uh, any, any old lady with a gardening touch, right? This is something very, very valuable. Uh, Ask the landlord, hey, how long have I got to move that rose bush? It's grown into the ground. I'm going to need a little extra oomph to get it out of there. She's like, oh, you got, you know, like a couple of weeks. You got some time. Okay, cool, 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 cool. My mom goes by to move it. See somebody who does not look like her landlord on the porch and a gaping crater where once the rose bush stood. She's got some questions. Sees a guy. Hey, are you working on the house? No, I own the house. Landlord sold it to somebody else completely. This dude, about five foot four, kind of a little twerpy looking dude. You already sound angry. Uh, I don't sound as angry as Damon's going to sound. So she asked, where's the rose bush? And he goes, oh, yeah, I threw it in the dump. Now, one, if somebody asks what I've done with something after I've moved into something, my first answer is not going to be, oh, yeah, I threw it in the dump where it belongs, right? Like, that's not, this person's asking because they think it's valuable. I might sheepishly say, I kind of took that thing to the dump, maybe at worst. Probably not even going to do that with a rose bush because I'd probably just leave a rose bush in the ground. It's pretty. Who goes to the trouble of driving a rose bush to the dump? I won't rip up this rose bush. It's my property. Mm. So Captain My Property took the rose bush to the dump that belonged to my grandmother and my mom's mom. Um, and my mother politely asks about, okay, well, where did it go? And why would you do that to a rose bush? And this dude just goes off on my mom. And my mom's like me. She's pretty laid back. So she's just kind of standing there agog as this guy is like, this is a real test of values if you, you know, didn't really take this, if you didn't really want to take this, if you weren't taking care of it. This is a test of values? Yeah, that's, that's what he said. You understand, man, I'm from Tennessee. People just say this extremely bizarre shit to people, <laughs> right? No, but They'll, even on like a Franklin scale, that is something. It is bonkers, right? It, it is some extremely misladen, uh, like, Bible study. Uh, I think, I think the thing you want to do, whenever there's a tense situation, I think you want to bring somebody else's value system into it unnecessarily. With a stranger. Clearly, yeah. this is someone who does not understand that, um, that, if he's, if, that if he's got GAT, then somebody else might have GAT, have GAT as well. Somebody else might have that thing on them, rhetorically speaking, okay? Somebody else GAT? might be coming at them. That person is not my mother who is too stunned to really say anything. The person who has something to say is Cajun Damon across the uh, fence next door, who, according to my mom, leapt over the fence yelling and screaming motherfucker before she could even, like, turn fully to realize what is happening. And Damon goes off for about ten minutes on this little dude so bad he backs up into his own garage and calls the cops. He treed him. He treed him. If you want to see another man treat another man... Uh, I don't know, getting some sort of gardening rosebush-related drama. You know whose values are never called into question? Cajun Damons. That's who. No, he's, he's pretty. He's pretty upfront about him. I come from a fa- I come from a family of talented cussers. She says she'd never heard anything like this. <laughs> she said it was gonna like peel paint off the walls. And I'm like, I've sure. heard Cajuns get mad before, but this must have been something exemplary. Damn, Hermione, quite a spell. <laughs> Yeah, like like Snape is sitting there going, that's a bit much. And I was a Death Eater. Um, so my mom. Wait, what? My mom being. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My mom has the dark mark. You didn't know that? Yeah. Uh, I have really uh, problematic opinions about muggles. I thought she just went to South Carolina. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> I, I do want to imagine the world where Hogwarts is for Europe and South Carolina is the school for wizards. <laughs> <laughs> 
in the United States. You know that's States how. Think about how everything else goes in this country. You know that's and, how this would and go. Sir Big Spur is the headmaster. <laughs> so, remember how I didn't show up for that fight in high school? My mom sees this as a great opportunity. Once Damon has him cornered and treed, just be like, I'm gonna back out of the situation. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'll be over here. I'm just gonna go. Thank you, Damon. Bye. So she she goes and tries to figure out what to do with Rose Bush, whether she's gonna go to the dump. About two hours later, there's a knock at the door of her new place, and it's the cops. And they say, Hey, do you know this guy Damon? She's like, Oh man, I'm gonna have to bail this guy out of jail. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to really like, you know, pay off pay pay him back for this because you know he stood up for me and now he's getting in trouble for it but then she looks over the cop's shoulder damon is not in the cop car damon is not even leaning up against the cop car another guy is though the little five foot four twerp how did he get who told her off about the rose bush he got to the house because the cops took him there and then made him sit there while they told her that they thought they'd heard everyone in the situation they'd gotten everyone's stories and that he should apologize to her like, very rarely in life do you actually get a moment of comeuppance. But the cops got called by the guy. They heard the guy's story and then decided to make him apologize. And they uh, put him in the back of the car. Yeah, yeah, just took him over there. To apologize to the old lady down the street? Yeah, to apologize to the old lady down the street. Now, there are many dire reasons that are in the news that you should not call the cops for bullshit reasons. But among them, as you're sorting through... Uh, how to handle moments of conflict in your life. This guy has to share a wall with Damon now. <laughs> God's secret archangel, KJ Damon. That guy bought that house. Okay, wait, so also, th- then what happened? So, yeah, uh, to tie a bu- up a bunch of ends here, uh, the police also suggested very strongly to this gentleman that he go to the dump and find the rose bush and bring <laughs> it back to my mom. And the next morning by 8 a.m., she had it back on her porch. That's damn. That's the most satisfying ending I could write out of here. Yeah. No yeah. wait, Didn't he come back? He he did come back and and told her to have a blessed day after he tried to make her feel bad about all this. And I don't know if you live in a place where you get told to have a blessed day a lot. If some people say it to you, you're like, ah, that's cool, thanks, man. And then if some people say it to you after a very negative social interaction, um, it might not get the best reaction, which it did not get from my mother. Because I think that dude got another 10 minutes of profanity striped on his hide by my mom, whose governor, thanks to Damon, was completely off at that point. Because, I don't know, once you decide you can treat somebody as badly as they've treated you, it's going to come back twice as nasty on you. Here's I just my like follow- the Go ahead. Well, I, I, here's my follow-up question. How many of the 329 beers will it take before you become Cajun Damon? <laughs> Probably a half. <laughs> I'm probably just looking for an excuse, right? Okay, <laughs> like, sure. Right. <laughs> How tall is Cajun Damon? What brand of ca- what brand of Cajun are we dealing with here? Uh, I don't think he's very big. I think that's scarier. <laughs> is this like one of those little fire plug dudes? I think it's. I think he, Damon. I'm from what I can remember. Damon's pretty fire pluggy. Yeah, which those to are, me is those are scary. Which to me is much scarier because they can bite your kneecaps. Mm-hmm. They can, they can get to the part you stand on. You don't want that, right? Just knock me out. Mm-hmm. Don't take out my knees. I'm now trying to think of what your beer progr- your personality progression rather is going to be like uh, by King of the Hill characters. I think you're going to start. <laughs> I think you're going to start as Hank. Is this is this beer astrology? This is amazing. I think a beer personality yeah, I think, typing. I think you're going to start start as Hank. You're going to move to Bill. 
I think then you're going to jump to Jeff. Uh, or sorry, to Boomhauer. I don't know why I call him Jeff. Okay. Jeff. Um, Jeff sorry. Boomhauer. That's <laughs> his name, his name his is name. Jeff Boomhauer. Well, that's uh, Bo- a dang old Jeff. I think you're going to move to Boomhauer. <laughs> Ryan, are you trying to imply that you're like really cool friends with Boomhauer? Yes, that's right. <laughs> like, I want to know his face like, You know how like actors are like, they, they, they're talking yeah. about Robert De Niro, but they say like, oh, I was Bob. talking about Bob. Oh, Bobby. After and it's Boom- like, yeah, we get it. You've yeah. met Robert De Niro. After oh my Boomhauer, I think you're going to jump to Cotton Hill. Then I think you're going to take a quick detour into Luann. And I think you're going to end up as John Redcorn. I was going to say John Redcorn. John Redcorn. Yeah. Uh, there's, though, yeah. there's, the strong, uh, there's the strong Bobby phase in there, too. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. There's a strong Bobby phase there's around beer eight. To be a, there has got to be a Dale level in there. Dale? Oh, yeah. Dale is like... I, don't, I, I, f- I feel like beer is not how you get to Dale. I mean, eventually. No, I, I just feel like you need something stronger to get to Dale level. Well, something because stronger will get you to Dale faster. That's probably true. That's, listen. Like a Candyland shortcut. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> you've you've yep. taken the Dale ladder. <laughs> yep. That's a shoot, buddy. <laughs> That's a shoot? Okay. That's a shoot. I have to confess, if I'm drinking beer and it's hot, that Bobby Hill stage is pretty long. Ooh, I'm Wilton. <laughs> <laughs> this flower is Wilton, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's the story of the one time there's the story of my mom's extremely positive interaction don't, with social don't don't call don't call the cops yeah don't don't, don't call don't yeah do just don't, don't <laughs> you do have to a lot of terrible thing uh, the 40 things can happen and 38 of them are bad and one of those 38 things is damon yeah my my mom consider this too my mom is a little old lady whose rose bush was stolen. <laughs> like that's uh, it. Consi- you don't, no, yeah. no, no, no. Consider this though. The the how many people are in that police department? Would you say? Oh, like ten. They have already. So so the odds are of when you, next you encounter the police of getting somebody you know, or more importantly, in the case of this neighbor, knows you. The cops have already sided against him in every future <laughs> encounter that he has with this neighbor from now on. It's, it is over for him. It's not a big pool, yeah. Like, yeah, they all know him now, and they're like, yeah, that's the guy who told him. That's, that's the, the guy who tried, to, who tried to call the cops on District Attorney Cajun Damon. <laughs> How dare he? We're going to find out Damon is like some sort of like insane like crime lord. Right, who controls the whole thing? They're like, yeah, you know, Damon said to go yeah. get him. So. That's sweet. You know, you know the Franklin Mafia is running fucking deep, dude. <laughs> what? Who do you think controls who sits where at the Carabas? Yeah. Don't come back to the puffy. <laughs> That's muffin. right. You know who's we, at the, you know we who, own you know America, at, girl, place, bitch. Don't you come in here? <laughs> you know who's at the top of it all? Daryl Waltrip. That's right. DW. <laughs> DW just runs shit from the Carabas, the back table. <laughs> just coloring on it the whole time. Yeah, it's just throwing someone in the river going, boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> oh, I feel like I feel like we can come back to Raccoon Man, and I think we need to do some charity bowl notes. I think we need to talk about the charity bowl, and I think we need to talk about the results, because um, there'll be some very sincere thank yous in here. There'll be some explanations. I feel like that was a terrible fucking segue, and we should just say, speaking of neighborhood antics, let's talk about Raccoon Man. We can do that. <laughs> Speaking of neighborhood antics, let's talk about Raccoon Man. Leave all this in. Yeah. Raccoon Man. Jason, we, we've you... all seen this video now. Yeah, my, Jason favorite, watched this. my favorite Soundgarden song, first of all. <laughs> and you say I make old references. Oh, um, I'm sorry. 
Raccoon Man, Jason has just watched it for the first time. Jason, um, I'm just going to turn the mic over to you. If you could just explain a little bit about what you've seen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think my first reaction was uh, along the lines of, uh, of what the fuck? Because um, I have him labeled as Raccoon Man, and in true full cast fashion, it's a bobcat. <laughs> I just bobcats noticed are, that. Come on, yeah. bob, bobcats are raccoons. Who are you fooling? <laughs> full cast law. Bobcats are raccoons. <clears throat> I think they're just, they're just rural rural raccoons. Wow, that's really rural. <laughs> Can you think yeah. of a more rural thing than a bobcat if it is just a rural raccoon? Raccoons that are off the grid. <laughs> they're survivalist raccoons. You just call it a bobcat and it's the like... Drop ceiling and coals. You yeah. say it's a bobcat and they're like, who told you my name? That's not my name. I'm not Bob. It's <laughs> my government I'm just, name. I'm just cat. Um, as for what happens, uh, a, uh, I don't know, a man is getting in his car and uh, his, his wife, I guess, is being attacked by a bobcat. And uh, you, you've seen it more times than I have. You should be the one describing it. All I know is I the man's running around. I thought y'all were going to down like film. Why are you yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not the person to intro it. The, the man's just running around throwing a, throwing a bobcat. Yeah, he does, he does throw a bobcat. He comes out with some sort of tray of brownies. Where does the bobcat come from? I think it comes from between the two cars or from under one of the two cars in this video. It's like a driveway because with cam. with not too much tweaking, you could read this as the bobcat has been stepping out with his wife, and this was her way of concealing the affair. How could you do this to me, Carol? <laughs> it was Bob, wasn't it? <laughs> like the husband, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> which, which, which he does, because... The peak moment of this video is when he holds it at arm's length after pulling it off of his wife. Oh, he's simbaing it. He's simbaing it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a Lion King moment. Also, look how many times he... Look how fast this man changes directions for a man of his... Uh, he's not one of our... He's not one of our fitness shapes <laughs> that we discussed earlier. He appears to be... This in, is an ovoid. He appears to be in a... Sort of vest, shorts, and boots. Right, he's not dressed for this. That may, I don't know what you're dressed for if you've got a vest, shorts, and boots on. But at one point, by the way, Cotton he, Eye Joe. Once he uh, simbas it, he throws the bobcat. I don't know what the plan was because there's really here's the sentence I never thought I'd say. There's really only so far you can throw a bobcat, and I don't know if that's ever out of your effective range of harm for a bobcat. But yeah, he throws it. Just, just his form. Listen, his his form's fucking trash. Okay. The, uh, so when he's holding it up, if you have the sound on, you can hear that he is uh, marveling at the fact that he's holding a bobcat. Like he's just he's just like he's like telling the bobcat that it's a bobcat. That's the one part of this I really identify with because that's some stupid shit I'd do. Is that if no, I held that, it up, I'd that, be like. And that's a mistake. He should be gaslighting the bobcat. He should be like, "You're a pigeon." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Got him. His wife's like, he does the same thing to me. <laughs> We're the same, you and I, Bobcat. You're a flamingo, Sharon. Let's run away together. There's I can't also run. A, I'm a pigeon. There's a passerby. Um, now that I'm rewatching, I've, I've noticed there's a passerby along the street in like a pink shirt. At the very beginning, they, they leave. And then 20 seconds later, once the conflict begins, they come running back almost as if 
so he throws the bobcat, and this person runs toward it. Like, that's my bobcat. <laughs> this is, there's a related note. So we were given this video by alert reader uh, Vickers18, hello, who asks, As an old fielder, my first thoughts were, did he shot put, discus, hammer, or javelin that bobcat? I think he shot putted it. Shot put is the up. closest, yeah. Yeah, it's closest because it's more of a chess pass than anything else. It right? would have been great if he'd hammer thrown it. Well, yeah, because I think that's hard. Like, your release point's hard to judge there, right? Mm -hmm. But like, again, it's a bobcat. It doesn't matter. It ran exactly opposite from where he threw it. Yeah. You needed. I don't know he what, threw it hard what do you do. Stay put. What do you, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, what do you do at that point? Because, all right, this is the second bobcat slash lynx small wild cat video I've seen in the last month. There was a guy, a farmer in Canada, who caught a lynx eating his chickens. And instead of doing what Mr. Brownie Man here does and take it, throw it ineffectively across the yard while yelling, uh, you're a bobcat at it, um, he simply held the lynx by the scruff of the neck because if you hold a cat like that, sometimes it just gives up. The lynx just kind of gives up and is sitting there going like, this sucks. And the guy's talking to it like, hey, let's see what you did, buddy. Here we go. Admittedly, that's somebody who probably, in context, has much more experience dealing with wild animals and has a greater comfort level with this sort of thing. Still, I find it impossible to believe that you would be holding a lynx or a bobcat and not be a little freaked out. Um, this dude just chucks it. He just chucks it. And then, in the part where I kind of lose the case for Mr. Brownie Man handling this well, he produces a handgun, which I guess he just had the heat on him <laughs> the whole time. In case someone stole the brownies. <laughs> going to take some brownies hey carol yeah it's good just going to church with my gun and these brownies as one does now i'm mad does he have a tribal necklace of some sort on or i think it's a gator i was right? gonna say, are those reverse oh i wouldn't have pegged this gentleman as a masker yeah i think it's a gator because i thought he was wearing his croquis backwards and he had his sunglasses on the front of his neck which is not a setup I have ever seen before. Well, you know what that is? Protection mm -hmm. against the bobcat. Maybe he was prepped for this. Also, please note that he only throws it, like, across the property line. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like, you know, legally, it's your problem now, Jeff. And then it comes Another back. Another Jeff. Which he lived next door. He throws it next door, and then it comes back, and he's like, get your goddamn bobcat out of my yard. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, yours, technically. Also, that passerby... It's very far away, but I'm I'm kind of imagining that the passerby is a child, and that he threw a live bobcat at a passing child. Yeah, well, that's, he might do that. He's like, you don't pay taxes. If the child was a Michigan fan and the guy was Spencer, but the child pursues the bobcat, as does everyone. I think everyone here handled this fine. I mean, free bobcat. I think, I think that's why. I think it's very yeah. very easy to uh, to 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 Monday morning quarterback. The, our, bob, <laughs> our bobcat quarterback here. I think everyone handled Monday this night. just fine. I don't think there's any good way to handle a rabid bobcat. <laughs> if you're like, there's no, this is a bad situation for everybody. I think maybe waving your gun around with like awful like trigger discipline here. <laughs> you can't see his trigger discipline. I can but tell you, you this. You can't if enhance this been, the footage that much. If this attack had if if everything had happened the same way and it had happened to Justin Fields, third round pick. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Except, I, yeah, he throw Kirby it like sixty yards, and then they'd say, ah, I, <laughs> "Yeah, but he uh, did it without a defender in his face." So, I just, I just thought of a great new combine exercise: <laughs> bobcat mm. toss. No, I'll tell, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> rabid bobcat toss. But you have to yeah. replicate the surprise of it. Sure. Because like anyone could prepare to throw a bobcat. And then Rich exactly Eisen goes out there in a did. suit, and everybody's excited yeah. to see him throw the rabbit yeah. bobcat. Anybody it's can train fun. for three months to throw a bobcat. No, no. Well, we're, here's we're the not going to tell you what animal it is, where it's happening. Yeah, no it's warning. A, it's an event at the combine. You know, it's at the combine. You just don't know when. So it could be you could be like interviewing with the Cardinals, and then bam, it could be the first step off the plane. Sure. At the draft with Roger Goodell. <laughs> he reaches his hand out to dap you and a snake shoots out. The Jets Surprise, select. Roger ah! Goodell. <laughs> Roger Goodell is a bobcat. I would explain some things. Hey, is it time for my wildlife corner? Have we edged far enough into wildlife? Hit the music. Holly's little old animal quiz, which is a part of Holly's wildlife corner. Now he sings. It's you. You got a quiz for us? This quiz comes to us via Twitter user Moose at LitMoose, who posted an image of real advice given in a veterinary training. This is a photo of a page of a handbook. It says, Handling General Considerations. These are for handling of a cat. The instructions are, the cat is faster and has sharper teeth and nails than you do. It has no, quote, code of ethics or considerations for its own future. Underlined, in a fair fight, it will win. Now, what is listed in bold underneath this? Is it one, don't fight a cat? Is it two? Use your brain. Or is it three? Use drugs. I just want to say use drugs. Okay. okay. Sure. Um, I'm going to say use your brain. Okay. Jason? So I, I'm left with um, don't, don't fight, fight a, cat. a cat. You're all right and wrong because all three of these things are listed as veterinary advice when dealing with a cat. <laughs> and they're highlighted. <laughs> Use drugs. Like, yeah. give the cat drugs? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's not unclear. specified. Yeah. Any drugs? All get drugs are equally on, good? Get hopped up on PCP and fight a cat. Just, just shoot mean, some just... penicillin? Yep. <laughs> some, still some, some children's Tylenol. Some, some, <laughs> a little Pepto. <laughs> Douse the That's cat still... in Pepto. Listen, you don't want to fight a cat on a gassy stomach. <laughs> Or maybe you do. I don't know. Bioweapons. Whatever you can use. It's a cat. It doesn't it doesn't respect international law. No. Famously. No. Our next item in my little wildlife corner is gonna lead us directly into the charity poll. Okay. Great. I'm so glad you asked. We wanted to highlight uh, this donation from reader Brian Conway at B Conway Two, who said giving money to the Charitabundi Bundy Bowl to own the 3,000 crows 
And I'm going to click on that screenshot because mm-hmm. where do you get 3,000 crows? Brian gave to Penn State University's name $30. For the 3,000 crows that are relocated off campus during the annual crow harassment campaign. <laughs> I didn't know if this was part of Fawn or some sort of separate initiative, but he included a screen cap from the university. OPP plans to continue, this is exactly what they call it, periodic crow harassment until they leave for the spring. (laughs) Pressure washing of sidewalks will commence soon as the first days of warmer weather arrive. There will be no crow relocation efforts between December 9th and 20th as the semester comes to a close and final exams take place. I appreciate them uh, allowing these crows the time to take their exams before power (laughs) washing them out of state college. Each year, approximately 3,000 migrating crows land on the University Park campus, causing unsanitary and unpleasant conditions. Buddy, have you met Penn State fans? OPP's goal is to discourage this mass roosting and the accompanying sanitation problems. Again, this is in Pennsylvania. No crows are harmed by the relocation and harassment activities. Says who? <laughs> crows. Crows. When, when you said harassment activities, I assumed it meant like, okay, you see that crow minding its business walking to the grocery store? Tell it it's got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> Power, power, wash the crows. Hey, crow, why don't you smile more? You have a really nice smile. Can't you take a joke, crow? You stuck up? It's not why you're talking to me, crow. God. Anyway, the charity bowl's over. What a magnificent segue to the charity bowl and to all of the updates we need to do for the charity bowl. This year's ADSBS charity bowl. Um, we initially started off with the goal of raising four hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. Was it two hundred? It was two hundred. I've blown. Didn't he launch with the wrong link too? Yeah, he did. He I launched did. with the twenty twenty campaign link, which meant a whole okay. bunch of people didn't get their donations. And we recorded. still and we still raised over eight hundred grand, y'all. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying about our wildly successful fundraiser. Nobody ever thinks about the toaster ovens that don't set your cabinets on fire. For New American Pathways, a refugee service service organization here in Atlanta, Georgia, that does wonderful work uh, resettling refugees, getting them off to a great start in their path toward becoming New Americans. We had what I thought were relatively modest goals. What did we raise last year? Was it like 360000 around there? Yeah, so there. This is confusing people. You're gonna see two totals. The the New American Pathways smartly, I think, counts cash in hand in their official total. So the amount that you will see on the website tracker at edsbscharitybill.com. Boy, we should have said this last week. Uh, only reflects donations that have been given that day. So if you have corporate matching gift coming from your employer who matches your charitable giving. You're not going to see that in there because this is money that is coming later. It is pledged, but it is not collected. You know, if you have become a monthly recurring donor or a quarterly recurring donor, recurring donor, which we encourage you to do, uh, 
the money that you give for the rest of the year is counted by us for scoring purposes because we want you to become a regular donor. It's not going to show up in the tally because they don't have the money in their hands yet. And this is counted by a robot. So all by way of saying last year, the number that we gave out was somewhere in the 450 range. Mm -hmm. But the one that you'll see on the website was like 345. Yeah. Well, that really, I mean, that's a big number. That, that's a lot of money. That's a big number. It's yeah. not as big as this year's number, um, which is larger. Yeah, this 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 got out of hand in the best possible way because we thought, line oh, go up. 200 grand. Line go up. Line, listen, money line went up. I thought $200,000 was a dangerously optimistic goal that we probably weren't going to hit given the year that everybody has had. And we hit it during the last full cast on Monday. Monday. So money line went up and the goal went up to 300k and we blew through that on Wednesday. And then uh 400 grand fell sometime around Thursday. And then on Friday, I don't know, somebody just uh we went to the moon to speak in the parlance 2021, okay? Everybody, we just went straight the hell up and as of the final tally tonight 5,500 donors, which is, by the way, like a ridiculous expansion on our previous number of people. A couple years ago, I think two years ago, we had like 1,400 donors yeah. and we're thrilled. Uh, we had over 400 different teams mentioned. 467, 68 actually. Most, of, the, most of them real? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, because all these people gave money. Um, we actually had 468 teams, and I need to make a correction here because I want to make a public correction because this was a pretty big fuck-up on my part, and it was my fuck-up. Uh, due to this donation starting with a hashtag, uh, it got left off the list because it was clipped in an alphabetical search, and the money that was in that donation was given to make Spencer Eat Cheese University. A fine institution founded by longtime friend of the program, friend of mine, friend of yours, Sarah Sprague. The donation was hashtagged uh, for Let Kids Play, which many of you may have seen floating around the internet, uh, along with hashtags like protect trans kids, uh, protect trans youth, things like that. Uh, this tweet had the four hashtags in it and you were supposed to have seen uh, Let Kids Play as its own team. And you didn't get to do that. And that is my fault. And in the absolute worst possible version of this, I gave it to Make Spencer Eat Cheese University <laughs> instead, which is about the worst possible thing you can do instead. Anyway, that was not a political decision. That was a typographical error on my part that was not pointed out to me until the charts were already up. And I would just like to point out that policing of bodies in sports is only going to get worse if we allow marginalized groups to be victims of a political battle, and sports is supposed to represent the best of us, not our worst tendencies. And if that is not a sentiment that belongs in the charity bowl, I don't know what is. Uh, if you want to know more about this, obviously you can check out You Can Play, uh, PFLAG, ACLU, all up on it. Uh, here, here to that. Um, another little note, if you did not specify your donation, and if you did not uh, cooperate and did something, I don't know, just, you know, something where we didn't know where to put it. Guess where your money went by default? You got cute. And what happens when you get cute? Well, 
we can only do one thing. We have to consider you, and we have to send you to a place where you will be considered. That's correct. You go to Arizona State University. If we didn't really know where to send your money, we just we just literally filed it under Arizona State's column. And that was pretty good, actually, for Arizona State. Which is State. what Lori Laughlin should have done. Yeah, that's Th- right. This is how Arizona State finished with uh, $6,091. I didn't make it up, and I didn't do it on purpose. Nope. Nope. Uh, they finished with something akin to the sex number. Which that was that was, but also a little off. That's a, a that's little the off. Also, they got the math wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, can it's you, the can sex number it? in a pool. Can you hook your leg around it? Or uh, yeah. I want to throw out some more notes from the top ten. Uh, Michigan won. Michigan always won. Michigan has perilously close to ninety thousand dollars right now, and we haven't even cleared all their corporate matching. Uh, Georgia Tech has more than half that number in second place, a yeoman's effort at 48000 and change. Florida mm-hmm. coming in third with a record-breaking performance, which, by the way, speaking of record-breaking performances, 14 schools in five figures. 14. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any hyperbole for what this turned into this year. Michigan, once again, got bored and put Slippery Rock in the top ten again. Our uh, our longest running, largest giving Michigan donor, uh, who is a Michigan woman, lest you remember, got it into her head that this would be a fun year to have a giggle and threw $10,000 at the Slippery Rock campaign, mm-hmm. which didn't even turn out to be half of Slippery Rock's total of $25,896. Uh, let's see what else happened. Let's talk about this in football terms. Uh, Cal beat Alabama. Which edged out Slippery Rock, <laughs> which beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which who saw that coming? I will also state, by the way, great showing by Georgia. Great like, showing phenomenal. by Georgia. Phenomenal. Georgia has Georgia once again two years in a row has made great strides. As has Ohio State. This is maybe the first year that we have ever done this that the top stats start to look anything like the big money programs actually look in football, with the exception of little old Clemson down there at 27th below Washington and Lee, below Mississippi State, and below Northwestern, which I'm told is a good school. By the way, like three or four years ago, Ohio State and Georgia were nowhere near the top 10. Nowhere near. Nowhere close. You can follow the chain of... We've expo- we've kind of explained how this how this worked before, and it it kind of blew up a little bit this year. But the Alabama beat writer guys have always come in very strongly for the Charity Bowl, and Georgia Tech is New American Pathways hometown team. The dual forces of Alabama and Georgia Tech attention to this have drawn Georgia slowly with the assistance of people like the wonderful Amanda Mull uh, to pull this up. I would also like to shout out some SB Nation blogs and former colleagues of ours because they ran campaigns of their own this year. Uh, a group of fanatical Cal bloggers. Uh, Cal has never sniffed the top of the standings, has never been a force in any way, surged up to fourth place this year, came within a couple grand of knocking off Florida for third. Uh, they they went out into their own community. They found matching donors. Uh, so Avinash, Terrence, uh, who else? I'm forgetting. I'm already embarrassed because I'm forgetting. There are like five or six of you, and I love you all. Uh, Nom. Thank you, Nom. And uh, Bucky's Fifth Quarter, the Wisconsin bloggers, uh, the Syracuse blog, Noon's Magician, uh, the uh, 
the Marquette blog. Yeah, sidelines Penn State. Uh, Penn State with a phenomenal showing this mm -hmm. year. Uh, evidently, harassing crows just makes you more charitable <laughs> to every other species. So. SB Nation's Marquette uh, community who dedicated themselves to just beating mm -hmm. Georgetown, uh, which I thought was beautiful. Um, the the and the Valley Shook guys, past and present, mm -hmm. always put on a great show for LSU. Uh, I'm going to forget a million people because they're this is the first year that we have so many people that we can't remember I, how to listen, thank them all. Baby Golick. Mike, Mike Golick, Mike once Golick again, Jr. dragging Notre Dame. Single-handedly, with his teeth. Mina Kimes joining the fray this year on behalf of Washington. Mm-hmm. Which, a, a, a real battle, by the way, between Wazoo, Washington, and Washington, and Lee in the Battle of the Washingtons. And, and Washington, Washu St. Louis. Yeah, and Washington, St. Louis. Washu St. Louis fading down the stretch this year. They usually turn up a lot stronger than this. Yeah, this was this was a big year for the Washingtons. Just everyone, I cannot thank you enough for, for this because it's basically the best thing we do all year. Uh, we have a very silly way of motivating everyone's extremely petty spite for charity. And I am elated that you played along. And I'm just stunned that it got this far out of hand in the best possible way. Like, if that, that, that to me is a great party. If I say, well, this got out of hand and it, and it ended real well. That's that's the best thing I can say about a party, and that's exactly what y'all did. I don't know how we're going to do 329 beers. I sort of thought maybe— Once again, Ryan has a terrific idea that Ryan you were just ignoring because it's idea, not personally just, damaging enough to you. It's really not. Also, you I'm said sorry. we. You said I don't know how we're. I'm, I didn't— <laughs> Yeah, nobody nobody placed this on us but you, buddy. I don't know how, oh, yeah. how you got to know Sotros here. This is a yo problem. I'll have, I'll have a few, but— all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will have four beers. Yeah, you're still over 300, I think. Yeah. That I want to do one thing where it's like a counter that you can keep on screen. It'll just be me passed out at like 11, and it'll be like beers to go, 318. <laughs> the number is just the same for days. Just. The same. <laughs> I, I didn't. Just... I didn't know. I didn't make any progress today. Nope. <laughs> Uh, that that and I think my favorite donation on here is to Dale Earnhardt. Somebody just the guy <laughs> who just donated and he put that he wrote that in for the university. Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> That's it. Oh, and Jason, we did get a donation for Liberty, one dollar. Yes, four hundred and sixty seventh place, one dollar. I was actually We're... kind of mad at that dude for breaking Liberty Street. No, but they're last. Perfect. The yeah. first shall be last, Liberty. I mean, they, they'll have some more n money coming in next year. Once they uh, once they collect from Falwell Junior. I heard that about the what what is happening over there? They're, you know they're always suing each other, mm. uh, you know. So next, I'm sure they'll do really really well next year. I'm sure the money that Liberty collects, I'm sure it'll be going straight to helping refugees like Jesus mm. would. That's what Liberty will do. Eight hundred and twenty nine thousand. Dollars. I'm scrolling through the dedications right now because I like stabbing myself in the heart. Uh, there are, man, uh, my eyes crossed over a, a Michigan right after we finished counting the totals today. Uh, just the one that ended up in the top of my stack was a Michigan donor who uh, is a third generation American uh, whose refugee grandparents had graduated from the University of Michigan. And whose entire family had gone since. So as usual, we can't make fun of Michigan again no. for uh, for the next year because you do too much for us. 
Yeah. Uh, and also, you do too much for our neighbors. Also, I regret to I regret to inform you, having seen it up close and personal on many different levels, when Michigan's like, yeah, it's just different here. It actually is. That whole thing is actually different, you know. But the cool thing is watching everyone else be a little bit different, too, in exposure to this. So, I don't know. And one of you did donate Rich Rod Forever 250 bucks. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I really appreciate that. Um, I, I have one crucial update that I wasn't able to provide tonight because we were working so hard uh, and so fast and so furiously uh, coming to theaters mm-hmm. to get these charts out that I was not able to add up the donation of Matt's. But at one point, at one point late in the week on Friday, uh, you have heard them before in Romance Disasters when we gave them all the name of Matt to protect their identities. But full cast and vacation Bible school and split zone listeners and EDSBS readers and everybody else who joined in guys named Matt were out donating every other school uh, by themselves by something like $10,000. That Matt solidarity is incredible. And I checked with Michigan overlap. The overlap with Michigan and Matt was only like $3,000. What is the name for a group of Matt? What is like the, the, the classification name for a group of Matt's? You Matt. Okay. Mattress. A mattress. Uh, Yeah. 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 Okay. A chortling, a chortling of Matt's. A, mat- a Costco, mass. A, a Costco of, mats. of mats. A Costco. That's a good one. I like that. Uh, would anybody like to know the results of a certain school that I can that I can pull up for you? Oral oh, Roberts. Oh goodness, I got it. It's going to take me a minute to scroll down that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they had um, a great year. I'm sure they're fired up from uh, basketball and looking to spread that goodwill in a in a in a positive way. Sure Oral Roberts lost to Deer Creek High School. <laughs> Oh. Deer Creek had a great basketball year as well. They, they also, uh, yeah. Oh, they also got out donated by Soviet Cat University, <laughs> which, was, which was my personal how, favorite. How, how did Soviet Cat University do? Soviet Cat University uh, clocked in at the $50 level, which means Soviet Cat University out donated UNC Charlotte, Sam Houston State, Bryn Mawr, the Philadelphia Eagles, Come on, Eagles! Go birds! Go birds! Uh, I like the idea of getting a degree from the Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) What did you major Uh, in? Harassment, criminal justice, criminal. (laughs) It just I I got a degree from the Eagles because I got to bail out my uncle from under the stadium. (laughs) Hello, I went to Philadelphia Eagles Medical School, and I'm qualified to treat you. Hold still. (laughs) Which is worse, Philadelphia Eagles Medical School or Philadelphia Eagles Law School? Which would upset you more? Medical school by far. Medical school. school. Yeah. Oh, we don't have Oral Roberts on here at all, which means that Liberty beat them by a dollar. Jeez. Shameful. Yeah. Um, Oh, who beat? uh, Give me five schools to beat Harvard. This is my. Oh goodness! This is going to take me a minute. Okay. Five schools that beat did, Harvard. Did, did Knight did Knightham University beat Harvard? Oh, oh yeah. Spoke yeah, it. by a lot. Okay. Okay. Pun intended. Good. Five Good. schools Good. that beat Harvard. Man, I could just read you the five directly above Harvard. Perfect. Bowling Green, NYU, McAllister, San Diego State, and the University of Ottawa. I would <laughs> San I would, Diego State, the I Harvard much, of America. I would much rather go to San Diego State than Harvard. I mean, that's are, the easiest without call even I've ever scrolling heard. up, 
Without even scrolling up, Harvard finished at 158th. Here are some schools between 158th and 130. The South Africa Springboks, Boise State, Gonzaga, Appalachian State, Cornell, ouch, Southern <laughs> Illinois, Western Michigan, Birmingham Southern, Case Western Reserve, Fresno State, Montana State. All better than Harvard. Black Hills. Yep, correct. Black mm. Hills State. Goodness. Uh, Yale actually turned up in the four figures this year, which I think surprised everyone. Did they beat Ole Miss? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find Ole Miss. No, oh. no, they did not. Ole Miss smoked him. And by the way, what place did Ole Miss finish? Godfrey, just brace yourself. Just brace yourself. Oh, he hasn't. Depending on which part of the show he listens to first, he doesn't even know that we agreed to give him a tattoo. Old Mish finished 69th, baby. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Are you serious? Lane <laughs> Kiffin, holler at me. People are going to think I did this on purpose. Like, Old Mish finished 69th. Oh, wait. Now I have to see who's 420th. Hang on. Hanover College. Yeah, whatever. Oh, that's the best. Wow. God, they finished 69th. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be pouring through this and finding funny shit for... Actually, I'm probably going to take a break because my, my eyes are crossing. All right. Hey, we should all take a break and pay some bills, huh? We should pay some bills. A good way to pay some bills is to get your finances straight, you know, maybe put a little money away for retirement. Maybe may, maybe make your own personal line go up so you can make more donations to the charity bowl and the charity of your choice later on in life without sweating it. I mean, if I only had a way to do that. You know, if you went to Harvard and you're, uh, you know, you're, you're poor because you went to Harvard, and it's not very good school, and there's not a lot of money to be made there. Well, you couldn't um, get into San Diego State. It's not you your could, fault. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to get into San Diego State. But if you had to settle for going to Harvard, you're starting life behind everybody else because you're, you're, right. you're hampered by a Harvard degree. Well, have we got a way to catch up, Harvard? Harvard, next year, you're going to finish a little bit higher. You can come for that that number 69 spot. It's yours next year. Acorns.com slash fullcast. The Acorns app will get your finances in order. Harvard. Uh, every time you, I was going to say, every time you, Harvard graduate, donate to charity, <laughs> nickels and dimes will be kicked in. That's not going to get you very far. Harvard Harvard charity. Uh, let's let's pretend, Harvard, that you, uh, that you do donate frequently to charity. Well, each of those nickels and dimes from those purchases will go into your Acorns retirement or whatever account. And you can also dump in money periodically. You can set it automatically. You can do it uh, manually, whatever. And then it, uh, investment stuff happens. You, you have a Harvard degree, so you can't understand it. I went to Kennesaw State, so I'm smarter than you. Um, and uh, eventually the number goes up and you can retire. Um, my, I'm, mine still recommends age uh, 83 because that's as high as it goes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'll see you there, Harvard. Uh, you're not very smart, so you'll be there with me. Acorns.com slash fullcast to get a $5 starting boost to your... Acorns.com. You're down here with the rest of us. That's right. Uh, on the forest floor. I'm on the family plan, uh, which is very entertaining because I... Uh, Acorns, by the way, will is giving away a chance to get a million dollars invested in you. You just have to, of course, use all of the perks provided to you by your Acorns plan. I am well on the way to being that person. Thanks to my purchase of the family plan. But um, if you want to know how that's working for my kids and whether my younger child has siphoned more money out of his investment account, the answer is yes. What is he buying? 15 cents lighter. He is just taking 
a grain of sand at a time in order to steal the whole beach. But it is uh, five a five cent difference down from last week relative to his brother's. Uh, who his brother, a fool, is letting the money sit there. Whereas I guess my younger son, the wily one, has decided to you know put that money out in the market. And and it's gonna come back with it. I'm not sure how, his, because with acorns, the older one's gonna be, you know, a millionaire in about seven weeks at this rate. Yeah, your results may vary. I should say that, but that five cents is gonna make a dent, a difference. You've been updated on my son, <laughs> the uh, the hustler. I, how many um, how many Harvard listeners, like Harvard alumni, do you think listen to this podcast? Is it like more? I know or less one. I know like... one. I know one. I know okay. one. Is, is that two one or is that one? Uh, John? One, two, three. Brian Phillips. No, he doesn't oh. listen. He doesn't listen. Yes, he does. It's embarrassing. Two, then two. Okay. We have two. Two. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Al Gore. Al Gore. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Well, he Henry has Kissinger. to. He has well, to. Well, he, he, he has to because his Tommy his... Lee Jones makes him. Yeah, that's our boy. <laughs> Tommy Tommy Lee, our, our boy. I Tom. don't think Tommy Lee Jones could listen to three minutes of this podcast before <laughs> just pressing stop and saying. I would these... be embarrassed to know that he had, regardless <laughs> of whether we had ever interacted. Um, he would I absolutely. Find this... he, he would call us racket. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, leave us a one-star review on iTunes where you call us unbearably childish. God, I mean, yes, this is foolishness, so he cannot sanction it. Nope. I would also say, I would also, so that's two, maybe three Harvard listeners that we have. And if you, if by the way, if you donate it again, thank you. Thank you for representing the Crimson well. Unlike yeah, you, if you donated, you did your best. You're, you did. You know, the rest of the school isn't your fault. If you, if you it's, don't not your, it's, it's not your fault that you just barely beat out Georgia Southern. Tennessee, you didn't embarrass me this year. I appreciate it. That's two years in a row. That's never I happened more, in football. I have more good news for Harvard listeners to this show. Oh, yeah. They can go to homefieldapparel.com and purchase a San Diego State sweatshirt or T-shirt. <laughs> and <laughs> no longer... To dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. And no longer have to bear the, uh, the, uh, the lifelong <laughs> shame of not being an Aztec. Like, nobody's going to... Ch- Look, everybody <laughs> understands that there are people who wear San Diego State gear who didn't get into San Diego State, and it's fine. Nobody's going like, to verify whether you went to San Diego State. That like, San Diego sidewalk feeling. <laughs> you're probably walking around, you know, you're you're going to work as a Harvard grad, and you're thinking, fuck, how am I ever going to get ahead? The boss doesn't, like, notice me, doesn't think about me for promotions. Next time you have a big meeting, walk in with a bright red shirt that says SCSU in kind of Star Wars-y font, and boom, next thing you know, you're, you're fucking vice president of the whole company. Look at that. You're the chief operating <laughs> officer, and how did you do it? Thanks to homefieldapparel.com. I'm just picturing some sort of scandal where somebody puts a San Diego State uh, re- uh, diploma on their resume and it comes out that it's fake and everyone's just kind of like, how dare you? Who cares, man? Whatever. Although, <laughs> I got to say, if anybody has probably performed literal stolen Aztec valor before, it's probably a Harvard grad. They own a fuck ton of museums. That's a good That's point. my pyramid and I bought it fair and square. <laughs> um, triangle, you can. Dude. Now, if you're not ready to jump up to San Diego State level and you need something, I don't know, a little more comfortable, a little more, uh, a little more in line with your own academic brand, good news. We've got Georgetown on here, Michigan's on here, um, 
Indiana, Iowa, lots of sub San Diego State quality schools, but still good schools that you can not get Michigan. Comfortable. Michigan's better than San Diego I, State. Can we call it a tie? Hey, they're both Brady Hoke schools. That's a really good point. Oh, okay. Shit. I'm sorry. Which I'm sorry. Which one of those schools has a hit this shit portion of the interview? Is it not Michigan? Michigan. <laughs> not Michigan. That's why Harvard grads go in. It's like, cool. Here's your resume. Okay, bro. Hit this shit. Yeah. Uh, um, just yeah. I, hit I, hit it. Oh, that's I'm not what I thought hit this shit meant at all. No. <laughs> I, am looking through this, I am looking through the standings here, and it appears there are eight home field schools in the top 25 of this year's Charity Bowl, which is just goddamn impressive. Um, I mean, when you do this, by the way, when, you're, um, when you donate to charity and when you sign up with home field, the confluence of those two veins of powerful positive karma already paid off for Michigan because... I'm sorry, which school managed to win a championship this past weekend? That's a really good point. That's true. That's correct. That's correct. Women's gymnastics. Michigan won their first ever national title. Congratulations. In in gymnastics. Yes. Hail hail to the victors. Their first ever gymnastics title. Yes. I think is how you want to phrase that. First ever gymnastics title. Congratulations, Wolverines. Champions in all Not kinds. Not Michigan's first ever national title. We know. We know he did it wrong. You can reach Spencer no. at 4-0. Yeah. Oh, of course it wasn't there no, first. No, 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 no. You can do that. You can, no, it it wasn't there it. first. There's World War One, World War Two. <laughs> right. Right, Jason. Right. Well, actually, nobody really won World War Don't I. Don't email my wife. America <laughs> did. We showed up, and then it was over. <laughs> So I went up there, Janine, and I had my little hat and my doughboy outfit and my gas mask, and I was like, what's up, Fritz? And they just stopped fighting. Like that Kaiser in these goddamn team. crossing routes. I mean, what, was, a, what was the trench warfare? Right what was right now on the Acela somewhere. Literally crossing routes. It was trench warfare for three years. <laughs> you know, <sighs> I like my mustard on the outside of my lungs. <laughs> I got enough gas after these brats for everybody. Uh, anyway, you can use offer code FULLCAST for 20% off your first uh, purchase at Home Field Apparel. Uh, they're always getting new schools, refreshing old schools. And again, stolen San Diego State Valor. It's just sitting out there waiting for you to take it. Go ahead and grab it. No one will know. Hit this shit, bro. <laughs> I really thought that was a sex thing. <laughs> no, it can't be. <laughs> that could be San Diego, too. I found that part of the interview very disturbing. <laughs> Has anyone well, ever actually, applied to Harvard. Harvard, too? Has anyone ever applied to Harvard and San Diego State? Yeah. Uh, it, it, what? Who has done? The person who's done this is a awesome. San Diego team <laughs> who thought it would be funny. <laughs> to tell everybody these are the two schools I'm applying to. I hope they only got into Harvard. <laughs> Apply, yeah. I very much like the applying as a joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did that just to piss off my dad when the Florida acceptance letter came in the mail. Applied to That's SDSU? Good... <laughs> Fuck, Gregory Peck went to San Diego State? Bro! <laughs> Gregory Peck could get down. Fuck! <laughs> That's fucking okay. That that explains yeah. why he showed. That explains why Akis Finch is carrying like a twenty-four pack of Bush Light, just <laughs> walking in. It it really does explain that. You're right. Yeah, 
Sephiroth. That's, that's why. That's why Scout has to hide a, a whole bunch of beer in that ham costume. Just so much. It's very heavy. Yeah, I got shock on this shit, bro. In that in that ham costume. Carl um, Weathers. Carl Weathers went to San Diego State. I I'm beg so- your pardon. There's no weather. So what I'm hearing is, is San Diego State 2000, Harvard zero. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, Harvard um, sucks. <laughs> I wanted, Jason. I wanted to ask you about. Um, I wanted to ask you about flying toilets. Really fast. Yeah, for sure. What do you need to know? Um, <laughs> so I didn't know. I didn't know that one flying toilets were such an issue, and two that this was something that was actually a matter of national security. Yeah. Well, until... the thing is, Spencer, in the um, the KC forty six, it's a Boeing tanker plane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weirdly shaped plane. So they have these uh, these <laughs> these compartment things called the air transportable galley lavatory. It's a big box that's a kitchen slash bathroom, and they put mm-hmm. it in cargo planes. Just wheel it in, wheel it out. Uh, if you see a C one thirty, it has these modules that are like. You can put food in your body and remove food from your body in the air transportable galley laboratory. The thing about the KC-46 is it's a weirdly shaped plane. So to put the um, kitchen bathroom in this thing, they have to turn it 90 degrees. And apparently mm-hmm. th- that didn't that, – that, that's sort of the part of the story that loses me because um, – what eventually happens is everyone realizes that the uh, the, the the sideways bathroom lavatory is leaky and messy and it's it, it kind of doesn't work. But it you turned it. I what was supposed under- to happen? Doesn't gravity? I I'm confused as to why. Are they flying sideways? Shit. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, we're going into sideways mode. We were, this- I got. Hey, I got. I got to take a shit. Can we turn sideways? I hate to bring up San Diego State again, but this strikes me as nothing so much as somebody who was hoping gravity would just be cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> like that was your plan. I mean, I kind of sympathize because I know dumb. you do because you would do that. Yeah, I would. I would. I. I have now one. I just sound shrill. He would do that though. I have one detail from this that I have many questions about, which is. That this module that you slap into this plane so that you can tr- take people around to do all the things that people need to do in the air. Also, like was eat this in World poop. War One or is this right now? It's right now. This is oh, now. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the kind of problem we're still dealing with. Because this is just like a this is just like a, a human a human containment capsule that you slap into this otherwise pretty anodyne generic plane space, right? Like cool. it's just an empty blank space, and you put the pod in, and it's like okay, suddenly we have a passenger jet. Okay, cool. It's modular. Um, this is the question I have. It says it provides the space and power to furnish two meals and one snack for 160 people, as well as two lavatories that can handle about 15 hours of use. Okay, about is that constant use? Because <laughs> I've watched enough MythBusters. No, to they're know. they're like it's like an AOL CD. You just yeah. sort of like watch them count down and hope you get another CD in the mail. <laughs> is that? What I want to know is that they're like, well, we need to test the ATGL. All right, I need a hundred of your hardest shitting airmen. I need to really stress test this <laughs> we're thing. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna fly circles over Cincinnati with all now, the son, spaghetti chili. We can. Son, are you? Oh, that's why they call it. Well, 
that's why they call it Skyline. There is one of these things that's a Skyline, I think. I'm pretty sure. One of these cargo planes is nicknamed it's, the Skyline. It's yeah. gonna Are be you a fast, gonna be like if you're a fast pooper, you can't go on this mission. I'm sorry. Slow poopers <laughs> only. Airman, I need you to speed it up in there. We got a man here who's had nine tamales and four servings of spaghetti, and then he had a lettuce wedge after that. It's getting critical. Move. Or you could just get one Spencer. Push it through. I think you could get one Spencer with 329 beers, and that would probably do the trick. (laughs) I wish you guys would see the hand motion he just made. It's like the palm forward, right? Like, that's going to push it through. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't need that. Hit the afterburners. No, thank you. That's the, I just I like that they they calculated danger zone. <laughs> that they calculated fifteen hours of use, which means at hour sixteen zone. things must have been extremely dangerous. <laughs> and, and remember, at, this is fifteen hours at normally. Um, this, this is not with the whole sideways situation. Sure. Mm. I assume at like fifteen hours and five minutes, the plane stalls. It just starts. <laughs> No, it's just like insert coin and plummets from the sky. <laughs> but I really gotta go. <laughs> well, so to speak, you're gonna have to make a rough landing there, partner. <laughs> just like that lettuce wedge. I have one football thing I want to add to the end, real quick. Football, football, yeah. Football. It's very quick. You take that shit to split it's, zone it's, duo. It's very quick. <laughs> It's no, don't very take quick. It, don't take that to the KC-64 or whatever, KC-44. No, there's no more room for shit there. No, we, we've hit 15 hours. Hour just, 16 just, will be just dire. Let me, just let me do this, okay? Okay. <clears throat> this is the year. Bo Nix has improved so much under this new offense. He's focused, he's having fun, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's a dark horse for the Heisman. That's it. That's all I needed to say. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'm confused and scared. We got about 15 hours of effective Bonix use. <laughs> oh, Bonix. <laughs> what I happens in hour 16? Because technically there's 15 hours in a whole football season. Like of Yeah, clock but you time. don't want to go. But what happens when you hit the playoffs? <laughs> We're going sideways. Auburn in the playoffs? I think he means like any bowl game. <laughs> well, we no, don't I'm care about those. <laughs> Can you imagine, by the way? Speaking of speaking of clenched buttholes, can you imagine anything more dramatic and dangerous than hearing this? And for the four spot in the playoff, the Auburn Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> with, with starting quarterback Bone. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. One seed Auburn Tigers. Four seed Pitt Panthers. Damn. Do your knows? thing, universe. Who knows what'll happen? Two mm. ACC teams. Har- Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Well, and Notre Dame in there too, I guess. Sure. No, they left. Because <laughs> Auburn showed up. <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Just like Catholics, duck out the side door. State schools here. Oh boy, <laughs> we gotta go. 